0: Welcome to Sun, Sea and Cyanide, a podcast in which me, Lauren Donoghue, and my co-host, Billy Hotchkiss, re-watch and review Death in Paradise from the very beginning. One of us has never seen the show before, and the other has watched all 12 series and a spin-off. We will be able to solve the murders, stand the heat, and stay on topic. So, how are you this week?
1: Did you just hear my front door slam? I did not. (laughs) I did.
0: It's probably fine. I'm good. (laughs) Anything going on?
1: Uh, well, I went to London at the weekend, and the, the hottest weekend of the year.
0: Yeah, great. Uh,
1: which I feel like I was insane for doing. I tell you, on Sunday,
0: mm-hmm. I walked
1: around London with my rucksack on, which Perfect. had all my stuff. I uh, the whole weekend just stuff from the rucksack, so like no. full to the brim, right? No. We're talking heavy. We're talking yeah. laptop. We're talking oh, camera God, stuff. God. We're talking, you know, <laughs> clothes toiletries, all of that walked around mm. London, right? Yeah, literally walked around London. I did thirty thousand steps i <laughs> I nearly died.
0: I can imagine, oh my God,
1: <laughs> there were certain moments in the day where I really doubted whether <laughs> I could be able to continue, yeah, <laughs> but I needed to get to where I needed to get to. I did. Ha- I had to sit down so many times and just like
0: yeah.
1: recoup. Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: At least you didn't pull a Lauren and faint. So.
1: Well, I thought I would. I thought I would. <laughs> I thought at some point I was like, "You're gonna like go down."
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like, "You don't want to go down in this in the middle of London, do you?" Oh, no. no. <laughs> I think that was a bit crazy for doing that. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and then the train on the way back up.
0: Oh God.
1: Aircon broke.
0: Oh no. Yeah. No. So you were just baking in a train. Actually
1: cooking alive. Oh no. the guy, the conductor came on the thing and he was like, Oh, we're so sorry, but the aircon has decided to, to go on the train. I'm just gonna give it a kit oh,
0: no. to make it work.
1: And then you're like, you're waiting. And then about half an hour later, he comes into our carriage and he goes, Oh, I didn't realise the air con was broken in here as well. Let me go in uh, let me go and fix that. I mean eventually it, it worked about an hour and a half into the trip. Okay.
0: That's something. <laughs> it is
1: something, yeah.
0: How packed was the train?
1: Not particularly busy.
0: Okay. Up or poor down. That's all right then.
1: Which is I think no, what I think is surprising for well on the way back up it was ten past five mm. on a Sunday from London. Yeah. You'd expect some people.
0: Yeah.
1: Last Sun, last Sunday of the the half term holidays. Yeah, transporting London's insane. I didn't like it.
0: I can imagine it. Uh, I just envision London to be hell in general. Never mind the public transport, down there.
1: <laughs> what I thought was crazy was when we were going back up, right? Mm. So then everyone's staring at those big boards because like yeah. here in like the north <laughs> they just say what platform the train's going to be just yeah. like an hour beforehand <laughs> whereas in london it, it, you've got it's like 10 minutes before the train leaves that's when the platform right. gets announced right and okay i'm outside it's like why would i stand inside and do this so i'm outside yeah. looking at it. it goes right platform three right so go in yeah. inside going walk past the thing realize on the inside board it's not been announced yet Right, only on the outside board. So then, as we're walking through it, then clicks platform three, and people start running. Oh God! People start running to this gate, and I'm like, it's a long train. Everyone's got booked seats. Yeah, most people have booked seats.
0: I thought that was like a that was just like a movie thing that people. No, ran people, were people, people were running for the train. People
1: were running for the train like ten minutes before it's going. The guys are running like all these bags running.
0: Jesus, running what's going on <laughs> London? Fucking hell!
1: <laughs> anyway, how have you been this week?
0: Um, I've been good. Um, Josie came up to Littleborough. Yeah. Um, which is um like she's pointed out the stark contrast of like have because she had to like film mm. that video at, um at christmas for a digital video and everyone was like no i don't want to be in the video and then um she came up to littler and everyone's like yeah I, I, all right you okay how's the weather doing stuff like that
1: yeah <laughs> it's just not northern people are nicer
0: yeah we're just nice no <laughs> should we talk about death in paradise
1: <laughs> yeah yeah let's talk about death in paradise <laughs> Did you enjoy this week's episode?
0: Yeah. I got the murderers. Yes. <laughs>
1: did you think it was easy to solve?
0: I, I did, yeah. Like I felt like the pieces were there for you to like jigsaw it all together.
1: Oh yeah, the pieces were definitely there.
0: Yeah. And like oh. even I could pick them up, therefore. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now this is a first for the podcast. But mm. well, before I watched this episode, I couldn't tell you a single thing about this episode. <laughs>
0: exciting
1: <laughs> i had absolutely no recollection of this episode of television
0: uh, oh, fun times,
1: <laughs> i don't know her
0: <laughs> been there didn't get the t-shirt forgot everything
1: <laughs> i kind of vaguely remember like in the next time and it was like marine Salvagers. that sounds familiar but when i watched the episode i was actually like not a
0: clue.
1: I, I, I don't know you I will agree, though, solving it was quite easy. Yeah. I guess it was not a memorable episode.
0: I mean, I feel like it's because, like, with last episode, we were kind Mm. of, like, gearing up towards, like, being prepared for, like, shenanigans to happen at um, JP stag do, Mm. and there wasn't really anything.
1: (laughs) No, there wasn't, no. Maybe that's it. You ever looked for, like, treasure on the beach?
0: When... We used to when well, we used to holiday in Mablethorpe, which I still don't know where that is. I know we mapped it, but I've forgotten. Mm, yeah, um yeah. I used to I used to go digging in the sand for starfish.
1: All oh, right. Okay. Really? It's not really treasure, is it?
0: I mean it was it was to six year old me. Okay, don't okay, dash. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I think um that kind of looking for treasure, I think that's fun, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Um
1: everyone's hoped to walk on the beach and find.
0: I will say my dad started taking my little brother um metal detecting with him. Oh Obviously, yeah. I've never been along, so I don't know how that goes, but <laughs>
1: mm. always like proper metal detectors.
0: I-, I assume so, yeah. You're
1: always metal detecting big round your way.
0: Not really, no. It's just <laughs> my my dad had and I guess still has unusual hobbies, I guess, because he used mm. to collect stamps and stuff as well. He used to have like a big bin bag full just full of stamps. <laughs>
1: A bin bag full of stamps? Yeah, a
0: bin bag full of stamps, yeah. Not
1: even one of those books that you put the stamps in? No, I bought
0: books, and we used to, like, organise them and, like, categorise all the stamps because some of them were the same and stuff, so, like, we used to go through every Saturday.
1: So we put them in the books, but first they were in a bin bag? Yeah. (laughs) Right.
0: I don't know what happened to those books or the bin bag, so... (laughs)
1: This episode is Series 5, Episode 7, called The Blood Red Sea. Uh, The synopsis is, when a a marine salvage hunter is killed, the evidence seems to point to one man. It would be an open and shut case for the team if it wasn't for the suspect's solid alibi. Meanwhile, it's JP Stagdew, and with Dwayne as the best man, what could possibly go wrong?
0: nothing apparently <laughs> oh yeah. i will just say i've just remembered that um i i used to collect coins as well when i was younger yeah, right. so yeah i don't know where my coin collection is but that I there used to be a stall that i used to go to in Todmorden that used yeah. to sell like little star wars figurines and then he also had some coins they'd sell as well that was pretty cool So yeah nice
1: you and humphrey the same one and the same
0: apparently yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: The episode opens on a marine scavenger ship as the crew celebrate discovering the 400-year-old Santa Ana Silva when their merriments are interrupted by a drunk Newton Farrell who is jealous of their discovery. He punches the Captain Tosh Walker in the face. Tosh's son Sam escorts Newton back to his boat where the others see to Tosh. That night, the crew prepare to go on a celebratory dinner at a restaurant but Tosh is still reeling from the fight that afternoon. Sam and his wife and... Tosh's wife, Naomi, suggests he calm down before meeting them at the restaurant and they leave him at the boat. They meet the third member of the crew, Alison Patrick at the bar, while Tosh storms off to confront Newton. 45 minutes later he still hasn't arrived, when Naomi receives a phone call from him telling her he's been stabbed by Newton Farrell on his boat, but when they arrive, there's no body to be found. (laughs) Because it's in the ocean. Cut to titles. (laughs) How did you feel about the opening?
0: Um, Intrigued. Um, because obviously the body's gone, where well, the fuck's the body? Um, yes.
1: I mean, I thought this was pretty cut and dry immediately that it... Yeah. It wasn't Newton Farrell then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bit too obvious. <laughs> and plus we've got Queen Catherine vouching for him as well. Can't... can't I know,
1: be I know. And she can't be wrong. Initially, who are you most suspicious of?
0: Tosh's wife. Naomi. Is who I called out first. Yeah. And, um... I thought it was going to be Naomi and um, Addison were working together originally.
1: I can't remember when I worked it out. Mm. When uh, they're talking to all the suspects and Sam Mm. is like, I took Newton Farrell back to his boat. So he'd already been at the crime scene. Yeah, He's the only other character that confirmed at the crime scene, Mm. I, I thought it was him.
0: Yeah. I thought it was either Naomi and Addison working in a team Mm. or Sam and um, Pharrell working as a team.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't sure about the scene with Naomi because I was trying to construct about how, like, he goes goes and kills Tosh at the boat and all this. And I was like, but they couldn't have done that because she was with him the whole time.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah,
1: hang on. Yeah, no, she must be involved. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The body washes up on the beach 12 hours later, possibly stabbed a three centimetre serrated knife which pierced the heart. Um, he had just found the Santa Ana silver, a hoard of 200 rare antique silver coins, estimated to be worth uh, 300,000. Inheritance would be split evenly between the wife and son. That wasn't uh, much because it doesn't pay well. He was last seen alive at 7pm, and the phone call came in at 7.45. On Newton's boat, the floor smells of bleach, it's the only thing that had been cleaned, and there's also an empty knife sheaf. What I really like about watching *A Death in Paradise* for the first time is mm. sometimes when they get to the bit where the detective works it out,
0: yeah, and
1: you have that little montage of important bits, mm. and sometimes it just click. It all just clicks in your head, and you go, oh, I, <laughs> "I." I thought that was the
0: ne- with the the next episode. I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> but when they were doing that, and I was like, because I remember in the beginning bit where they do the background, and they yeah. they talk about um the inheritance. Mm. I didn't originally write down that that was important.
0: No, neither did I.
1: And then as they're doing the bit at the end, I was realised, hang on a second, the in- they mm. said the inheritance would be split evenly between yeah. the wife and the son. Mm-hmm.
0: So they must be in it together.
1: That was <laughs> yeah. one of those moments where it was just like, you know, the cogs. Like. Yeah. That's so fun when that happened. Everything
0: clicked together.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: It's always so satisfying. Mm. Shall we talk about Addison, because he's not really involved with anyone.
1: Yeah, let's let's do that. Um, Addison Patrick Deckhand, eighteen, island local, works for his father, fisherman. Joined Tosh's operation three weeks ago. Were you ever suspicious of him?
0: I mean, I was originally because I thought he was working with Naomi. I don't know why I thought that. That that why I teamed those two together, but I did. It's it's probably because of the the stepmom. Steps on thing. I was like, they won't go there. (laughs) Surely they went there.
1: (laughs) They went there. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, just because he he seemed to be a a little bit dodgy at the start because obviously he's like stolen some coins and yeah, them off to um is it Jimmy the fence?
1: He is Jimmy the fence. Yes, Mm.
0: I think that's as far as my suspicion went, though.
1: I think maybe the reason you put them together is because you know, at like the beginning of the episode, mm. those two are like they are characters who are together when Tosh goes back and yeah. Sam goes off with Newton.
0: Yeah, they that's true. they
1: are they they two, them two are yeah. left together. Yeah, um, maybe. Personally, I wasn't suspicious of Addison Patrick mm. because I feel the episode didn't really. I don't think gave him enough motive.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> like when they actually went to interview him, I was like, "No, nah, it's probably not him because like he's in the the dodgy side crime, so he won't he won't be involved mm. in the mission, yeah
1: <laughs> yeah." You know, what it reminds me of. Mm. You know, I just thought about it. You know, in yeah. episode one of series five that we've just done. Yeah. It's very similar to the captain of that ship, and yeah. the young. Whoever. Because mm. he was involved in drugs and the captain knew yeah. and was threatened to tell the police. And in this one, he had stolen <laughs> and the captain knew and threatened to call the police.
0: Yeah. Recycling old crimes, I see.
1: <laughs> and the murderer happened the murderer happened to be the wife who teamed up with somebody else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Hmm.
1: <laughs> Didn't think of it like that.
0: Yeah, did they have to steal murder plots that were so close together?
1: (laughs) Were you ever suspicious of um, Newton Farrell, the rival marine salvager?
0: Yeah, because I teamed him up with um, Sam originally. (laughs) Mm. Because, like, obviously they'd gone off and um, I figured, well, maybe they've got a better relationship seeing as Farrell allowed Sam to walk him back to his boat and, like let him drink into a stupor and stuff like that, so maybe.
1: Yeah, but if he was working with them, mm. why Why would you let yourself be thrown under the bus like that?
0: See, that, that's why I didn't stay yeah. with that theory for <laughs> very long, because it falls apart very quickly the more you watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, Newton Farrell first met Tosh Walker eight years ago off the Miami coast, where they professionally got into a bit of an argument. Uh, he's a chronic alcoholic. Mm. um but has uh, an alibi
0: yeah
1: the thing about this episode is that even though he's a suspect and a character because the way the episode is structured mm. is that it's clearly like 100% not him yeah um, otherwise plus- there'd be no mystery
0: yeah and I feel like it would it'd just be weird if they did like that oh she read the time um wrong thing again because like we've already had that in this series as well was it last episode or the episode before with Humphrey's auntie.
1: That was the episode before last, it was two episodes
0: yeah.
1: ago. You're right, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the episode openly suggests he's being framed. Yeah. Even with that, I think the actor does a great job as as the performance and does a lot with um yeah. The role mm. of essentially a character who's not isn't really um a and, suspect.
0: Yeah. And another thing that makes him not a suspect is because we know Catherine is an established character, so we trust her. <laughs> Yeah. So like, she's gonna be right about this.
1: So then, later in the episode, he he tells Catherine that he's actually done something bad. Yeah. And uh, the lab confirmed that there is DNA of Tosh in his in his apartment and blood and and yeah. whatever. And then he eventually uh, confesses to murder. How did you feel when that happened in 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 the narrative?
0: When he confessed, I was like, okay, it's definitely not you then.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah.
0: Because obviously the episode hasn't finished yet, and we've still mm. got. A few minutes left. So I immediately knocked him off my suspect mm. list. And I w- was still looking at Sam um as well. We'll get onto why when we talk about Sam, <laughs> but yeah. um I just immediately knocked him off when he confessed.
1: <laughs> yeah. If I'm honest, what makes it so easy to solve, I think personally, mm. is because with the whole extra character who's being framed and yeah. so-, so there are only there's only like one character who can really mm. frame him. And especially yeah. when he's like I confess to murder, and he tells his story where, like, he returned to the boat, and Sam gave him a drink, and he passed out, yeah. and he woke up with a knife in his hand, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, then it's clearly <laughs> Sam.
0: Yeah. Side note: we've also had an we've also had an episode where it was like character confesses to murder; it wasn't actually them that killed them. Yeah, Remember. but that
1: was a long time ago. No,
0: but like I, yeah. I think
1: you're allowed to use reuse that trope. I think that's yeah. such a common thing in in murder mystery.
0: Yeah, I think it's just weird that they've used that they've reused so many things in this episode.
1: <laughs> is there anything original?
0: I mean, no, I guess not. But like,
1: no, I don't mean like is is anything original. But I mean, is there anything original in this episode? Because yeah. there's always so there has to be something. I think it's the marine salvage aspect that's original.
0: Yeah, I guess that like really.
1: But I would then. But then I would then suggest that in episode one, it was a, pe- a team of people on a boat who were removing things yeah. from the bottom of the ocean.
0: Yeah, so it's the same thing. <laughs> it is the
1: same thing, just different name. Were you ever suspicious of Naomi Walker?
0: Well, yeah, because
1: <laughs> she was the killer.
0: She was in what? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, Sam. They they went to the restaurant together, so like, obviously, yeah something's going on here.
1: Definitely, and,
0: yeah. Like I figure the the phone call's gonna be fake as well because like we we've done the the, it, the murder happened at a different time thing as well.
1: <laughs> mm. Again yeah. though I think the murder happened at a different time thing and that
0: Yeah I'll allow uh, that one because that kind of needs to happen.
1: <laughs> there's only there's only so many ways you can have a murder. Yeah, mystery. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm letting that one slide. The other ones, no, they're clear coffees But like the 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 murder happening at a different time, that's fine because like that you kind of need that. <laughs> I didn't see the affair thing coming though. It
1: took me a while. Yeah. I, in one of those click moments,
0: mm. when it is
1: right right near the end, and you're like, yeah, your mind's <laughs> trying to do it, and you go. If they are, if they get the inheritance together, yeah, then I think she is having an affair. Yeah, it was only right at the end where I thought, yeah, she's probably having an affair. I just, I
0: didn't think they'd go there, but they did. (laughs) We can't, we can't say the name of dementia, but we can have a stepson and a stepmom having a relationship.
1: (laughs) Watching the episode, I was like, because right at the start, I was trying to establish who all the character relations were. Yeah, and I was like. Well he's the son, but she's the wife and I was trying to work it out like but they're but they're yeah. basically those actors are basically the same age. And I was like trying to
0: mm.
1: and I was like, okay, then she's the step. Yeah. And I think when you have to do those mental gymnastics in a murder mystery show, yeah. That's important.
0: Yeah.
1: Is there anything else to say about her? She used to be a cruise ship hairdresser.
0: Yeah. Um, um they were married for five years. She um... went through
1: this secret illness.
0: Yeah, that she didn't tell on him. The she it. didn't tell husband
1: because she says he wasn't good at dealing with those things he could control and he wasn't a nice man to be around.
0: Be honest with your partner.
1: <laughs> yes, that's important in this episode. and on the
0: next. Communication is always key, goddammit.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. Let's talk about the B-plot, which is JP's stag do. Hmm. Did you enjoy the B plot?
0: Yeah, I thought it was quite wholesome that um, Dwayne actually did a good job with the stag do. Yes. (laughs) Just a simple party, but like I I wanted some hijinks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there needed to be more hijinks, didn't there?
0: Yeah. Get the commissioner in on it and like get him dancing. Like have a scene with the commissioner dancing with JP. That that would have made it more memorable, I'm sure, for you especially.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I know they did the whole thing where like Dwayne's getting ready and he kind of teases JP and he gets out handcuffs and yeah, all of that. And it, that's a bit like, oh, what, what's going to happen? I needed more. And you and I know it's a family show, right? Mm.
0: Give us something, come on.
1: <laughs> he needed he needed to go on like a bit more of a journey to find the party. Yeah. He needed like, to like
0: let it be a scavenger hunt.
1: Yes. <laughs> And very like a very Dwayne scavenger hunt, like, yeah, where he gets handcuffed to someone and then he eventually finds the party or something, yeah. something like, like a,
0: that. Like a tour of the bars or something like that, some just you know, something you should have hired us to <laughs> when it started.
1: Well, here's one thing that I've noted. I wrote my that I've got a question if I was Florence, okay. <laughs> I'd be slightly annoyed that I was the only person at work who didn't get invited yeah,
0: to the like, party
1: because even the commissioner shows up.
0: Yeah, which I mean, I get it that like a stagger is supposed to be like a boys' night, but like, come on.
1: She's your friend.
0: Yeah. And she's one of
1: the lamps. What makes it worse, in my opinion, is that she wasn't invited to the party, but she mm. was sure invited to the clean-up.
0: I know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's not fair at all. I mean, to be fair, knowing knowing Florence, she would probably volunteer, but like, still. Can you only
1: invite <laughs> members of the same sex to a, a stag do or a hen do?
0: That, that's like the general rule, because it's kind of like, last night A freedom, let's get fucked.
1: But it's not. <laughs> You've no, been in not. a relationship for so I
0: know, long. that. that's what I find weird about that saying, because it's like, bruh, what about the these other years or months of... Your relationship in JB's Last night of
1: freedom. <laughs> it's, it just feels so old-fashioned, that role. And
0: really I just think does. Florence
1: should have been invited to the stag do Yeah. I like the, the whole thing with Humphrey and, and him being like, he did enjoy his own do which I feel yeah. is a very Humphrey thing.
0: Yeah. I will and... say, the one thing that bugged me about him not enjoying it, why the fuck didn't his friends go and look for him?
1: Oh, or do, like the gag—the gag at the end where it turns out he went to the wrong place—is yeah. funny. But yeah. then, if you think about it for five minutes, logistically,
0: <laughs> like how how awful are your friends to like just get drunk and be like, "Yeah, fucking the the groom's there. It's it's probably fine."
1: <laughs> yeah, but then again, I think his wife would, and you know, do it yeah. without him. But yeah. <laughs> maybe his friends, <laughs> South End and Southport, are very similar names. I did look it up. I did look it up. It is four trains. Let's just check it. Mm. I thought maybe now it'd be one train, but no, it's still four trains. <laughs> There's a very big issue here in the B-plot that I need to talk about. Okay. So in the morning after the the do, the they all yeah. have breakfast at the shack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Humphrey makes them an English breakfast. Yeah,
0: which he I had a great with that as well.
1: The only surefire hangover cure. I'm interested. What's your gripe with that?
0: Well, mainly it's just that um JP and Dwayne were like nah, not having that. But then also I've never had um I've never had a hangover so I can't comment on the um it being the best hangover cure. So
1: <laughs> I don't care if it's the best hangover cure. It's just point like yeah. one of the best meals. Yeah. Out there.
0: Like how how can you disrespect the English breakfast.
1: I, I refuse to accept the fried bread slander that was on I display know. Well, in this the episode. Fuck?
0: Fried bread is delicious.
1: It's bread, but it's, <laughs> it's fried.
0: Right, it's great.
1: Okay, question. Uh, what is on an English breakfast?
0: Well, you, you, on your traditional one, you've got like your toast. Okay, yeah, right. Um, We're going
1: toast, sausage. yeah. Sausage, yeah.
0: Eggs.
1: Yeah. What kind of um, eggs? Scrambled. Just
0: scrambled for me. Mm,
1: mm. No, scrambled on a traditional <laughs> English. Mm. They, they really <laughs> should be fried, shouldn't they?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, beans.
1: Yes, beans. That's yeah. controversial, isn't it? Beans.
0: Yeah, Heinz beans. Hines,
1: definitely. Do you have the <laughs> the beans with the sausages in them, or just the beans?
0: Just regular beans. I'm a basic bitch. I like a little sausage in the beans. Basic bitch. I have a tomato sometimes. I like tomatoes sometimes.
1: Oh, there, right? Hey, okay, yeah, there we go. Tomatoes. Mm, I'm not a big fan of the pudding. tomatoes, mm. but I I don't really like the tomatoes. Mushrooms? Yeah. Mm, no, nah. I think they're too rubbery. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Black pudding. I don't like black pudding. Yeah.
0: Nah.
1: We just now discounted half of the the traditional. <laughs> of course, fried bread.
0: Yeah, obviously what, fried bread. That's a staple.
1: What about bacon?
0: Mm, I'm kind of hit or miss on on bacon, so it kind of depends on the day same
1: i don't like very fatty bacon i think bacon can yeah. be quite gristly and i don't like that yeah <laughs> hash browns what about hash browns
0: i don't really do hash browns to be honest
1: oh see i like a hash brown
0: mm.
1: yeah that's good <laughs> that's good stuff hash browns <laughs> you're missing a out there
0: english breakfast i knew we were going to talk about that. <laughs>
1: i think it's quintessentially i think one of the best meals of all time i wouldn't mm. like that's yeah. a hill i'd die on
0: yeah I, I agree though it's 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 a staple of english food and when people say that english food is boring i want to fight them because have you tried an english breakfast it's mwah chef's kiss
1: there's something about a hot breakfast like you know mm. in like american it's all just like sweet and it's yeah. basically sweets
0: yeah, it's all like muffins and like donuts and cakes and stuff. I would know I've been there. Don't fight me, listeners.
1: The fact that it's like a savoury, warm meal, and I know it's equally yeah. as fatty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it just, it hits different.
1: In the morning as well.
0: Yeah, it just, it hits different. I wouldn't do it in summer, mind, because that's too much heat. But in winter, yeah. yeah. Oh, or... nice!
1: nice in winter. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah.
0: Just, it's just cozy.
1: Yeah, I'm hungry now.
0: Oh, same here. Don't worry. I <laughs> like, I only had a banana for breakfast to be fair. So. Lauren, it it was a big banana. Don't worry. It's like <laughs> oh, fuck off, <laughs> you child.
1: No, Bye. that's not what I'm laughing at. I'm not okay. laughing at you being like, I only had a banana, and you being like, it was a big banana. Like that makes a difference.
0: <laughs> well, like, yeah. big bananas
1: are like that big.
0: Well, yeah, but
1: if it yeah. if it was meaningful, the banana would be that big. <laughs>
0: What well, have you had for breakfast? It's the size no. of
1: your head. I only had a bowl of cereal, I had a Weetabix.
0: Better than me, but.
1: I didn't have a single Weetabix, I had three Weetabix.
0: Wow. My max is normally two. Can't do three. Three's too many.
1: My brother thinks does four in a bowl. I think Aww. three is the maximum you can fit in a bowl. Yeah, I don't understand. Jeez. Three, because with three, you put two face down like that, mm. and then one stood up in the middle.
0: Okay. The way I do it is like I do the two like face down and like make sure it's all like coated in milk and then I put it in the microwave.
1: Oh <laughs> you like warm? No, yeah. I I so I cover at least the two with milk. Yeah. But pouring the milk on the middle one so that yeah. it's sticking out isn't yeah. isn't dry. Yeah. And then I cover it in honey.
0: Mm, nice.
1: I think if you try and add anything else, it's the waste it's just mushy.
0: By then. Mm. I, I add sugar sometimes, but yeah. you know what I mean.
1: Like, like you know, people add fruit, and it's like,
0: yeah, that's too much. Put
1: bananas, and it's like, but by the time you cut the bananas,
0: yeah, you unless you expensive. do it beforehand, which yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but then you don't get in it as much milk.
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> Can you stop talking about food? I'm hungry. <laughs> Back to Death and Paradise.
1: One of the only other things I mentioned about the bee plot and the the stag do. Is mm. that in the stag do uh, to get back at Dwayne for tricking him earlier? JP swaps Dwayne's drinks,
0: yeah,
1: nine percent alcohol ones, um,
0: mm.
1: but Dwayne knew and gave them to Humphrey, yeah. And while that's kind of a funny gag, I mean it's not the funniest gag, but it, no, it's that's what happens to Newton Farrell,
0: mm, yeah, they get him to
1: frame in the episode, yeah. and when <laughs> that was another click moment. I'm going, hang I I on a know second, hang on a second, they did this in the B plot. That's oh, why that's
0: important. <laughs> I didn't even plot that. Wow, yeah, that's part of the murder. Wow, that was that was subtle. It wasn't subtle at all, but it was subtle. Yeah.
1: Before we talk about who the killer is, I mean we've already established who the killer is, but yeah. who were you most suspicious of going into the reveal?
0: Um, mainly Sam, um, and Naomi as like the yes.
1: Time. A hundred percent. I mean, it it couldn't be anyone else. It had to be them.
0: Yeah. It always boils down to opportunity. (laughs) Yeah. And like they had opportunity. hundred
1: percent. Yeah. So it turns out the killer was Sam with help from his stepmother, Naomi. When Newton first appeared at the boat in the afternoon, Sam took him back to his boat and gave him a healthy dose of rum, making him fall asleep. Then took his diving knife. And they set off to the bar. They knew um, Tosh would go to Newton's boat. Some followed him and stabbed his father, staging the scene to make it look like Newton was the killer. Uh, he then took Tosh's phone. He then caught with Naomi and they entered the bar together, dialed Naomi's phone from the table, and she pretended to speak to Tosh, giving them both alibis. When they went to discover the body, um, he took Addison onto the boat to corroborate the scene, but there was nobody there. The man they were framing had an alibi. Sam and Naomi were having an affair. She shared the illness struggle with her stepson, offering support her husband couldn't they decided to kill him because if he if they told him the truth he would be ruthless and cut them off the inheritance mm. meaning they could walk away with the money how do we feel about the reveal and the ending
0: one thing, one, the reason why I thought it was Sam was one because obvious, um, yeah. but two because they'd said that he'd arrived at the island three months before anyone else did so what I was thinking was it was oh, yeah, like yeah. It was premeditated so they've He's stolen the knife right before that, um, right? Yeah. Or like when they when they were when he was stealing the documents. That's what I was thinking.
1: I get that, yeah, he, as well. Cause,
0: um, because um, Newton said that the um that his knife had been lost for a few months. So
1: yeah, I got and when when he reveals that he'd snuck onto Newton's boat. Yeah. And made copies of the documents. That was yeah. another moment where you were like, okay, so he knows how to get into yeah. the sneak into the crime scene. Yeah. Or so. noticed as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Everything made sense and it fit into place perfectly.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: No, no loose ends.
0: I made a lot of excited screams because one wholesome B plot, two, I got it right.
1: <laughs> I know. See, I know we criticized it being so similar, but because of that. You're already kind of clued in to kind of... Yeah,
0: like, you know how you know how it's going to work, so it's a bit beats. more satisfying this time round.
1: Yeah. So you're able to kind of guess who the killer is. Yeah. Because it's a familiar setup. I don't think the actual way the murder works is similar to other ones. Yeah. It's just similar kind of victim and setup. Yeah, and... like,
0: if you put a magnifying glass on it, then, yeah, you can be like, oh, all these things are similar, but, like, actually looking at the whole thing it's kind of like its own thing
1: (laughs) it's and it's really good fun to be able to work it out overall did you enjoy the episode
0: i did yeah i was very satisfied with the ending i liked the b plot despite the lack of hijinks (laughs) and um um yeah
1: i also enjoyed the episode i think actually it just feels that like series five as a whole there have been a couple of episodes that haven't quite remembered so maybe kind of just series mm. five as a whole,
0: bit shaky.
1: I'm a bit shaky on. So, if you were to rate this episode out of ten slices of fried bread, how many would you give it?
0: I think I'm gonna give it a seven.
1: A seven, okay.
0: Because yeah. I did really, I did really enjoy this episode. Um, not much to gripe with, other than a lot of the um, just a lot of the plot points were very similar to plot points that we've already had.
1: I'd agree I think I'd give it a 7 as well. Yeah. It's a strong standard episode of Death in Paradise. Yeah. So are you looking forward to next week?
0: Um yes, I don't really remember the next time I'm going to be honest because a lot of the time I'm like ru- I'm like rushing to find the remote before the next time pops up.
1: Oh, do you not like <laughs> watching the next episode time?
0: thing? It's before before the next episode thing pops up, but I tend to lose it during the um, oh, right, yeah. the next time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's JP's wedding next yeah. week. Uh, um, <laughs> that will be fun, yeah. So until then, uh, thank you for listening. Please follow us on social media at Sunsea and Cyanide or give us an email at um, sun.sea.cyanide at gmail.com. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts about this episode. Did you enjoy it? What do you think should be on an English breakfast?
0: Um, have you ever been to a stag do and how any hijinks happened? Uh,
1: yeah. We would like to know... Please follow us on Spotify uh, and and subscribe on Apple Podcasts where you can leave a review, which can help us out somehow. (laughs) Um, Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week for the finale of Series 5. It's gone so quickly. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This is a very northern thing to say. I'm going to say is that um, no one talks to one another, and what I mean by that is not that like I was there by myself. I understand Mm. that obviously I have no one to talk to, but like when you get transport or go to a shop in the north,
0: everyone's really (laughs) friendly.
1: You go, hello. Yeah, I would.
0: Right, (laughs) are
1: you okay? (laughs) I would like a ticket. Yeah. Whereas here, everyone's just tapping, tapping, tapping. No one. You don't talk to any of the staff,
0: Bruh.
1: Everyone's just tapping, tapping,
0: tapping. Nah. And it's like
1: I'd like some like human interaction. And in yeah, kind of...
0: like give me something. Come yeah. on.
1: It's like everywhere was like self checkout as well.
0: Jesus.
1: Right, and you know you're down south because every local shop was an M&S.
0: Of course.
1: <laughs> you were you were lucky to find anything else. Oh, God.